0: Hey everyone, Lori and Kayleen here back at you again. Today we are pushing out a ton of new content and today we are gonna cover the 2021 buying guide to moving to Colorado. So stay tuned. If you're thinking of moving to our area, this is one you're not gonna wanna miss. Stay tuned to the very end as we go over our number one reason and number one tip on moving to Colorado Springs.
1: What's going on in Colorado Springs? Are you thinking of moving or living in the Colorado Springs area? Lori Derrickson and Kayleen Zabadek provide you with a local perspective of what it looks and feels like to live, work, and play in the Pikes Peak region. To get their free six-step guide to moving to Colorado, text the word FINEST to 719-639-3393. Make sure to follow them on YouTube. Colorado Springs, what's going on? Hey guys, it's Kayleen and Lori here with Colorado's Finest Realty in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and now covering the entire state of Colorado. So if you are thinking about moving to our area, then we're glad you're here. Please hit that subscribe button or that bell. <laughs> or call us. We are actually the ones that answer the phone. You can reach out to us day, night, whatever is easiest, text, email. Our phone number is 719-639-3393. Again, if this is your first time to the channel or you haven't subscribed, hit that button and you'll be notified anytime we put out new content, which is every Tuesday and Thursday. So without further ado, give us a call and let's get on to our buying guide.
0: Hey guys! So we are actually at one of our listings. We're waiting for the appraisal to come. Um, <laughs> he's gonna come and do a little value of our little condo we have listed over here in the west side of Colorado Springs. But we are kind of hopping on to give you a little our perspective of the buying guide of moving to Colorado Springs and what that look what that looks like in 2021 as we move into 2022. So here's, so, our, here's our tips. Yeah. our Words yeah. of wisdom from so Lauren Kaylee for the day. It is
1: definitely like in Lori and I's opinion, the market is softening, maybe just a little, but it is still a uh, seller's market. And so if you are selling a home, wherever you're coming from and moving here, it's still, you know, number one tip. If we can talk with you, talk through your timeline, if you're selling that home, maybe negotiating, negotiating in a leaseback for an amount of time, um, What it does is it buys you a little bit of time here shopping in Colorado to be able to maybe have a month to look for a home instead of just a week
0: yeah a lot of our clients Um, are like okay so we have a lot of moving parts some of them have um animals some of them have um children I mean school. just trying to not move your items like we all know what it's like to pack up and move everyone it's like an overwhelming chore because there's always one more <laughs> drawer one more closet just a mm-hmm. lot of moving pieces and so how do you line that up to if you have a place to sell specifically um or a lot of our clients have somewhere to sell out of state and then they're moving to Colorado like that's and then so we've talked to like realtors before we can help refer you to a realtor in your own state of where you're at yeah and then we also can help if you have one or whatever, we can help guide them on like, what would work best for the listing that you have. So I don't know why like, so many places are going of over. Right I'm like, oh, is my Air Force Academy or what? Where is it not by the airport right now? But anyways, um, you know, what that looks but like, is so- But we can talk with that agent. all the time, Like, listen, here, there, you know, once we get your home under mark under contract, you know, we can kind of start looking, and kind of contingencies can maybe start to happen then as far as your offer goes, but if you, you know, you're gonna be more competitive if your home closes. And so, if your home closes, you know, and you have that those funds in hand, you're more likely to get an offer accepted here. And that's where you can ask sometimes in that contract, like in the MLS notes, when your agent lists their home, seller prefers a 30 day free post occupancy. So, you can still live in your home in your mm-hmm. current state and then be shopping without a contingency here in Colorado. And it's a really good strategy and tactic to make it that seamless as best as we can for yeah. you to get here to Colorado. So, that's one important tip as a lease if you own a home. And so reach out if you have questions and we can help um, talk you through that and talk your realtor through what that looks like Mm -hmm. as well. So another tip is, um,
1: I guess it's let us help place you with a lender specific to your needs. Mm -hmm. So if you are... Doing that sell to another. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Different lenders have different products that they can present. Like they can recast a loan. They can do bridge loans if you're going from one home to another. If you want cash out of pocket to maybe pay off vehicles or other overhead, you know, they can talk you through what your minimum down would be. Um, You know, there's different views on what the best financial... Uh, advice would be when transitioning real estate some people like to put down the minimum to get them in the best loan and then take that rest of that money and pay off other overheads so if you're looking at your Um, total monthly overhead for your home particularly you know whatever your goals are we have different lenders that have a ton of different products yeah and so putting you with the right lender to be able to navigate your financial situation best really is a huge piece to making this all work like I said they can recast a loan so if you're taking out Um, a loan, if you have cash in pocket to, you know, go with a loan before your current home's under contract because you can qualify for both, but then you want to take the proceeds from that initial house you're listing and pay down the home that you bought here in Colorado. That's called recasting.
0: That's an option for certain loans. And I will say too, is if we talk about the lender specifically, I've had, we've had clients who call us one 800 Quick loan, I oh, you know yes. I'm going to throw them out, but it'll be a Sunday night and I'll be writing an offer at mm-hmm. 10 p.m. and I have no one to get a hold of for a prequal letter, and so it really gives them a disadvantage in that offer process because I don't have a, someone it's like press one for your checking, press two for yeah. savings, and I'm like no no I need to speak to the loan officer to get a prequal letter. Um, um, we have 30 minutes you. to put it in, and so sometimes if you have a lender and they are licensed here in Colorado and they're you know you love them and they're responsive and it's one person, we always get yeah, a hold of. That's fine. That's great. Um, but if it's some of those other ones that your loan gets passed off on and you don't even know who your loan officer is, you just get a general pre-approval, those get kind of tricky in our fast-paced market. So, And I think loans. that...
1: Um Because we've been in this market for a little bit, maybe selling agents are a little bit more versed as to what kills a deal. And so, if we're writing in an appraisal gap, a lot of agents are wanting to see proof of those. They'll call your loan officer. They'll actually call the loan officer. Mm -hmm. And so, it is nice to have somebody who we know we can get a hold of seven days a week, yeah, um, 24 hours a day, if we need to get that offer accepted. Now, Lori and I, I was telling Lori, she's a little relentless. (laughs) and it's a good thing like when you're writing an offer like
0: that do, they agent know who we are who we are before some agents we even just submit, submit an offer and they just let it sit there and like, like no there's like who eight, eight other offers and that happens yeah. in our listings I know that those are not offers on top even if it's like the top money wise mm-hmm. or I don't know strength like, of I have an offer. no idea who this is but I guarantee you agents know who we are They're, yeah so it helps yeah. a little bit it does helps. help it's part of who we are all right, so we're back. We switched locations on you. <laughs> um, so, Appraisal was done. It went well. <laughs> it went really well. We don't know quite yet, but Guy was nice. Anyways, so we are onto our last two tips. So the, the next tip we want to talk about is inspection. And so yep. inspection is part of the process and it kind of varies upon the market that you're in. And the, you know, so Colorado's our market's pretty hot and you know, it continues to kind of uh, be hot. We said softening a little bit, but it's continuing hot to be hot. So, You know, there's different inspection objections that we can write into an offer when we write an offer for, you know, contract of a property you're interested in. Mm -hmm. And so what that looks like, we have, you just have to kind of maybe rely on us to kind of maneuver and take our um, opinion on some of that. So sometimes you get- expertise, like, we know what they're looking for in an appraisal. We know what
1: they're looking for for your loan conditions. Mm -hmm. And so if we walk through a home and it's only a couple years old, and we don't see any red flags, which are, you know, drainage, peeling paints, uh, pressure valves on hot water heaters. We know that we can go in and possibly recommend writing an inspection where we're only asking for major
0: items Mm -hmm. over exodal x dollar amount or like we have two only healthy that are homes built from the 2019 they still have a home warranty on them they're yeah. moving because you know you know while well life happens you know you get a divorce or you're like you lose your job or you all of a sudden you're going to move to take care of a parent or anything so but they are new homes and so an inspection on that is very different than an inspection on a home that's like our old one over in old colorado yeah, city or in or Raman, a or va an loan one. and it has You can see some structural crackage in you know some of the cement basements or you could see um a furnace that's 25 years old so those are very different um inspection clauses we'd write in i mean
1: we kind of play the game like if we're like this will at least get your offer accepted but we can always write in this in inspection like You're covered for a failing roof. You're covered for a furnace going out. We just have to, what we call, stack the inspection and get a professional out there. Because the inspector is going to inspect everything, but he's not a professional for the furnace. And so if we have our uh, HVAC professional out there, and we already know what that dollar amount is. like There literally was one inspection that we did this week that I thought the furnace was shot and the um, HVAC professional came in and it was some $140 part. Right. And I thought, I was like, I would never write an inspection clause in here. Like this furnace, I'm pretty sure it shot and it wanted to be in $140 part. And then I was like, we will gladly yeah. <laughs> take that over, you know, we wrote in the right inspection objection and got out actually
0: way far ahead than where we thought we were. I would like to say if you're still with us, we know this isn't the most like crazy video. It's like only real real estate agents think this stuff is like super exciting. But, but just know we got you. back. But we got you. We'll help you through and it if all. you learn to just let us do what we do and lean on us a little, yep. we promise we take care of you and your interests are in our number one. Our best interest so the last one is well there's two i have a little surprise one for you guys but the last <laughs> one is um you know when you come out to look at a home let's say you don't have a ton of money to put down or you know well two pieces of that one is if you're coming out to look at homes on a monday you know that houses usually hit the market on a wednesday or thursday friday-ish time period and then they go under contract sunday evening into monday so when clients come into town on a monday and look at homes with us it's super hard to know you know, what's still in the market, what's going to be pulling off any hour because they're going to go under contract. And then the inventory on a Monday is really low. So if you can arrange it, if you're coming out here, you know, reach out to us to come on a Wednesday or Thursday, Friday, those are better days to look for homes than a Monday or even a Tuesday sometimes. Yeah.
1: Well, and one thing with that, if we are trying to work around like a limited budget or maybe something that's that's a little bit less appealing in an offer that we just have to um, be okay with a lot of times like Lori and I are working with a client right now and we're trying to feed in a contingency which is hard in this market yeah. but we are getting them done and what we're doing is we're looking for um, houses that are still on the market on that Tuesday, Wednesday that have sat through the weekend and those have an those sellers are like why is my house still sitting here mm-hmm. and the contingency is not that big of a deal oh. Oh. sorry sorry Yes, my phone so that contingency well. is not near of a big deal as it was on that Friday when they thought they were going to get multiple offers over the weekend. Right. So. so we sometimes
0: scour that market on a Tuesday, see if there's any price decreases. A price decrease tells us that they haven't had an offer and we yep. can jump on it at that point. Um, so those are some strategies that we've used for clients who don't have money for an appraisal gap or, um, you know, a loan with more or less money down or, yeah. like you said, a contingency. So a lot of different strategies we use. Oh, my very last tip. Oh, yeah. So my last tip it is. It is a good one. It's a good one. So if you're coming and it's, what, what is this? It's September 1st. So if you're coming, is it second? Second. Second. Um, but right now you can buy the Epic Ski Pass. And so if you're coming for and you want to ski. under $500 like for an adult. four ninety five, dollars and you get Vail yeah. and Breckenridge. Crested Butte. Keystone. And so that means you can ski all season. And so instead of paying but a lift you ticket. you want to buy it sooner rather time, than later. You can hit up that Epic Pass though. So. And if you have
1: a kiddo in fourth and fifth grade, they can apply for a ski passport and they get a ski for free. So if you get to go for the whole season, for under $500 and your kiddo goes for free, that's our last great tip of this video. And they get a free
0: Christmas tree (laughs) in the National Forest that you can go cut down for So come to Colorado. So Those are our tips for the home buying guide for 2021 as we go into 2022. So contact us anytime. We'd love to help you make the move. 719-639-3393.